private pilot I fly him everywhere I taxi him to his outdoor rallies where he gives all of you a scare Also, check yourself before you wreck yourself and get down to Breaking Bingo and have a great time doing all sorts of bingo around the Utah area, mainly the Salt Lake Valley. We have got bingo almost every night of the week. Check it out at BreakingBingo.com. Get all your listings. Me, my name is Ryan Schlegel. I do it over at Tuesday nights at O'Shucks. My boy Ryan Holyoke does it right over at the Tap Room. That's right, Tap Room in Sugar House, and we will... Mondays at 8. That is correct. We'll see you there. It's Breaking Bingo. It's an ode to joy. Win money. Sound effects not included. That was the Breaking Bingo ad, but we are breaking in right now to some big, big news. Bigly news. Bigly news. Wait, hold uh, on. First, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Because oh, I was going to do. It. I was going to do what it feels like every Just five seconds it. now. We've got a breaking story out of the Donald Trump administration. He's got the Donald stupid. Trump. Sorry, new story. He does not like Jews. New story. He's banning Muslims. And Carrie Conway said something insane. And C-Ban is crazy. This is what it's like every day now. Honestly, I don't know how he feels about the Jews. I know. Always, did you see the report that came out this week about how he? There was a White House. They went over the Holocaust uh, remember, remembrance, and they ixnayed the old Jews nay being UJ UJ from the speech. You can't say Jews, Jesus Christ! Other people died, Schlegel. <laughs> I know, that's, that's what we're forgetting about on the Holocaust, is all the other people affected. Look, we get it. <laughs> Jews had a pretty rough go of it. What about Spaniards? Uh, actually, Spaniards were fine. We're fine, Franco. They were, well, I guess not all Spaniards, just the ones that were allied with old Franco. Well, what are we here today? Let's get back to the breaking news. What are we here to talk well, about? Well, I was actually talking about, I feel like I'm not quite done with the Jew thing. Because, uh, first of all... Holyoke's not done with the Jew thing. Go ahead. <laughs> Trump was, first of all, I love the Jews. Uh, my daughter's one now. We got we to gotta do something about this. Israel. It's one of the best places. Uh, I can't get enough of these people. I love the bread. Uh, I love the rabbis. I love the whole getup. One of my favorites. Yeah, Beautiful. He was, he was all about settlements. I'm super mad that Obama didn't condemn them in that last round of uh, UN things. But then, but then... Out of nowhere, after being totally supportive, he says, actually, you know what? Netanyahu, rein it in. Uh, maybe not that great to do, <sighs> to do the settlements. Well, he did that one thing where he did the he got the uh, pro-Israelite faction of the Jewish culture here in America to vote for him. Because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, we got we to gotta do this. Look, the Jews, tremendous. One of my favorite people. I'm from New York. Uh, the delis, the bagels. It's the water people. It's the Jews. The showbiz really it's, helped me out. It's not the water. It's the Jews. That's why the bagels are so good mm. here in New York. Donald Trump. Locks. Oh. Stock. That's what I was trying to do. Locks, stocks, and two. Bagels. Locks, stocks, and bagels. 
I don't know. I thought I thought you know many. I think if not all, p- great puns start with just little riffs, and you hope that. Holy Schlag fails to come up with lock, stock, and bagels <laughs> pun. What are they going to do now? We're going right to Ryan Holig with the answer. So we're not just going to talk about Trumps and Jews all day, but we're going to talk about Trump. Trumps and Jews. But I want to start things off. I feel like this will be, it will thematically set the table to describe what I went through on Sunday. Not a lot. I drank, and by drank I mean ate, some disgusting... Oh, great. I already, <laughs> I already felt like this story seems suspicious. Ryan Holyoke, total alcoholic, trying to explain story, can't do it. Let's go live to Ryan Holyoke. Ryan. I ate some bad hot dogs. I've done that before, buddy. You're becoming un- unpredictable. I thought I'm not you were going to go because now I'm just going to like wait for no, it. No, I want you. I want this is, a, this is an important story. This will lead into what we're going to talk about here today. Sunday night after eating some disgusting uncured hot dogs, not cooked properly. Probably not kosher. I definitely, definitely not kosher. Actually, no. I think there might be beef. Mm. Oh, back to the whole. Oh fuck. You know what? These tangents are going to. This just in, <laughs> tangents. Will they ever stop on the Holy Schlag podcast? It's from one tangent to the other. When will they get to the meat of the story? Right now. I felt awful. Tried to sleep. Didn't feel great. Took some Pepto-Bismol. Didn't help. Hour and a half of tossing and turning later. I go to the bathroom, drink a glass of water from the toilet. Oh, maybe that was the problem. <laughs> Just kidding. It was from the sink. Did he say toilet? Toilet. I, uh, I want to, if I can, just step back for a second. Please don't. The, uh, you, you ate some hot dogs. Yeah. Now, where they've been sitting in the sun. I mean, where do you think this whole thing went wrong? They went wrong because it's like a, it's an ad thing. Uncured. Who needs those nitrites and nitrites that'll so give you, you cancer? So you buy yourself some organic hot dogs. Uncured. And you took them home. Took them right home. Do you put them in the fridge right away? Or put you them do? right in that fridge. Now, how do you cook your hot dogs? I'm a boil man. I, I like boil to boil it. Well, that's the best way to go. But I think my problem is I only boil it for about five minutes. Mm. Apparently not enough. All sorts of what I say pathogens? Got a lot of pathogens. Right in there, and they got into... What'd you put on them hot dogs, by the way? Mustard and ketchup. I'm okay. a traditionalist. Yeah, and you had it on a bun. You're not watching your no carbs. No bun. Fuck the carbs. You just fucking dunked your meats into some... Yeah, some... that's how I've lost all this weight. I don't, guys, I don't know if you guys know about the success story that I am, but I am slim, trim, yeah. and ready to... Subliminate my carnal desires. So you're 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 you got a six pack. You're eating this hot dog without a shirt on, grizzled down in your in your grease. Yeah. Sorry to hear you didn't. Did they feel warm? Yeah. You had them. They felt very well. Oh some boy. time had passed. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean time has passed? Look, we're not going to spend all oh. fucking podcast talking about the. I just want to know how we can make sure that you never get food poisoning from hot dogs again. Because they seem like the easiest thing to not get food poisoning from. And that you just cook the fucking shit out of it. How long? How long? How long? How long must we cook this dog? How long? How long? Because tonight 
We will puke this dog tonight. I don't. I eighties U two fans. That was for you. Hot dogs. I do like to make them by my own. Uh, by my own. By my own. By my own. I buy your own. I buy my own. Uh, but my I, mom lets me <laughs> make the hot dogs by myself sometimes. Oh, she doesn't like me getting next to the stove without my gloves on. All right. So, <laughs> uh, you have to wear one of those outfits for like smelting large amounts of iron. Like, yeah. You have to, when you go out, I use that for when I go outside and when I cook. <laughs> um, but I am a big fan of Maverick Adventures. First stop, Bahama Mama. I get my hot dogs plenty. I'm not, a, I am a big fan of eating hot dogs and I eat them from the Maverick probably once a week, if not bi weekly. How hot do you think those rollers are? Probably not, but they're by you know four hours sitting on these things. They're they're basically you know brown and black. It's kind of like sous vide. Uh huh. And I eat them right up with some relish and some mustard. I don't like ketchup in my hot dogs. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, sir. Respectfully. Fuck, fuck you. you. Now, what happens after you eat this hot dog? When do you feel ill? I go, as I said, I think we already established that what? I wasn't feeling great. This when- is the Holy Schlag podcast. <laughs> Just want to establish it, okay? <sighs> Drank some water, immediately felt like, like triggered my stomach. My stomach said, mm. Oh, this- you put one too much. We had a weird balance. Like the drunk guy who's at a party who, if he moves, he's going to puke. So yes. you're just standing still. Exactly. That was your stomach. You added the water. And then I just started, uh. like, You spray? You spray, spray some No. Where were you sitting? Projectile. I was uh, kneeling before the. <laughs> the porcelain throne, as they ow, say. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> so you drink the water in the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that that's what started a whole tangent. I, look, sink water from the sink, it's fine. I'm on your side. I find sinks to be sinks, toilets to be toilets, water be water. They're in both. As George Costanza both. said, it's all pipes. <laughs> so I drink the water, trigger something in my stomach, yeah. and I realize I'm about to... Blow chunks. Kneel down. We're not talking the guy from Goonies. Go ahead. Oh my god, that is fucked up. What? Blowing like an 11 year old boy named Chunk. I wasn't talking about that. What were you talking about? No, I wasn't talking about that. You you just didn't think about the ramifications of what you said. Once again. Go ahead, sir. What do you have to say? I began to blow a young boy (laughs) whose name was Chunk. Oh boy! There goes the PG thirteen. My name is Sloth. <laughs> I'm I'm physically and emotionally disabled, and I've been ca- held captive by my own family for decades. Ooh. So of course I'm you know. Yep. I related to the boy Ooh. because we were on the emotionally on the same level, and so I thought that it would be okay to blow him. Sloth, rookie. Road? Can I? Can I? So cute. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Continue. You're the one that did this. I, I, I know I have to blame myself on this one. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't suck a little boy's dick, oh. but I did puke vomit out of my mouth. Oh, God. Two hard sprays. Next thing I know, I wake up on the floor. Bloody nose. What? I, I had puked so hard I passed out. What? And I had. Did you call a medical? Did you call your brother? I mean, what the hell? Because that seems very bad. 
I called out to anyone that would hear. Oh, fuck. Goodbye. Goodbye. Self-destruct sequence activated. I had clearly said? smashed my nose and oh mouth my God. off the toilet seat or the like the rim of the bowl and or the floor because when I came to, I had blood ah. on my hand and Brooke came in. Brooke's, Brooke's my wife. Who's his wife? She disavows My wife. <laughs> my wife. My wife. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, she's not responsible for any of the things I she came in. She said, "You're bleeding from your nose." I said, "Thank you very much for the information." Did she say her? She heard a fall or anything? Or she heard me go, "Oh, fuck!" <laughs> so I realized that I had bashed my face <laughs> off the toilet. Is that what she described? It sounded like when you woke up. That's how I remember oh, it. Fuck. I remember coming to and going, "Oh, fuck!" Because I, <laughs> I was in that zone when you're passed out. And then your brain is just trying to figure out what's happening. And then it finally realizes, oh, oh wait, life is happening. Yeah, you're there. And, oh, and it's, it's somehow Christopher Walken and like, life is <laughs> it's no good. It's happening. It Not like, Borat. Uh, my wife. My wife. I got to know a wife with my nose and boast. I'm going to call my Oh, fuck. Now it went all the time. My life, I'm going to call my It's a sausage. Okay, so go. It, you and then, I, got then when I came back to life, like I puked sausage. a couple more times, and then I felt great. I felt much better. You got the badness out. So I bad hombres. And I say to bad Brooke, path hombres, pathogen path hombres. <laughs> yeah, put that in an executive order. <laughs> I feel get... much better. I say to Brooke, at least I didn't puke all over the floor. She said, "You're right." And she, she's so nice. She was like, "Next time you're feeling sick, just let me know." Aww. So you go back to bed. Hour and a half later, I start. Wait, wait, wait! You were in bed for this. You were. You got up from how many hours after you ate the hot dog? Did you? Did this happen? It was about like five or six. <laughs> was that all just a setup so you could play the fucking sound effect? Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> but so you okay? So you you what happens next? <laughs> I just realizing this whole podcast is going to be about this. This is supposed to be like the the flavor. Flavor. Just gonna watch this. Awesome. <laughs> Anywho. Mm-hmm. Hour and a half later, I feel sick again. Oh, Ooh, we got a scrum happening in the oh. hockey situation. Anyways, feel sick again. Wake up, go to the bathroom, puke twice hard again, pass out again, but this time I have some recollection of what's happening. You I pass fell, out twice and I fell back onto my butt. Did you look this up? Is this okay that that happened? I spray vomit all over myself oh and my. floor. Oh, fuck, no. Yeah, so instead of, oh, fuck, this time I said, work, I need your help now. So she came in and mopped me right up. So you're covered, I'm assuming, not only in puke, but your own feces at this point. Luckily. Probably. Didn't do the poop. The feces was bookends to the vomit. Yes. I sprayed a little Rhea <laughs> before the puke, puked a bunch. Finally fell asleep. What's that hotel? What's that casino that we're going to? Puke bookend. No, Aria. Isn't that where the ticket came from? Oh, Aria. Oh, we should call it Aria. Daya. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) so what? Okay, Jesus, God. I mean, do you feel better in the morning? So the next day, I didn't feel great. Because you texted me and I I I filled in for bingo. This is all big elaborate setup to let you know that Schlegel did cover my bingo night. And I appreciate it very much, but I did buy him a cool hat. It's a really cool hat. It's a Hartford Whaler. That's the brass bonanza I used to play every time they scored. Go ahead. But Defunct I, sports I teams were my favorite. I feel like it's very, it just is a visceral, sensory, 
descriptor to describe the act of forcibly vomiting, passing out, busting your nose off of the toilet rim, waking up with a bloody nose and covered in vomit. Did you? That is the world in which we live today. Oh, in and out of consciousness, constantly covered mm, in puke, mm-hmm. scared, spraying diarrhea, spraying rhea, coming to not knowing what's what. Well, you're lucky because I think Lady Liberty, your wife, is the only thing we have hoping to come and save us, but sometimes we don't know if it will. Lady Liberty, Lady Liberty, save me from Trump. Oh, finally, my family. Oh, fuck Trump's president. He can help me. Lady Liberty needs to come and mop up our puked faces. Yes. Our reared butts. Our reared butts. Our bleeding mouths. Send us your reared butts. <laughs> your pukey bellies. <laughs> and your teethy bloodies. God, it does sum up what it feels like to live every day in the United States of America, doesn't it? Which was, 20 minutes ago, the idea of starting this podcast. It was to be, let's describe how fucked up things feel. I just don't... You make me feel like a fucked up country. That's the thing, is right now, it's... I am on Twitter every 10 minutes just going, what? Another thing? Another thing? Another thing? Yeah, every time my phone vibrates, it's the New York Times. And the New York Times Dimes. is getting dead. But it's worse than God being dead. It's some <laughs> other horrible thing that Trump has done. And it's constant. Constant. Flowing. Free flowing. Constant. Um, I'm proud of a lot of people getting out in the streets, yeah. making it, making the noise, making it know that we're not... Um, one of my favorites I read about last night, you saw that uh, Carrie Conway, that's her name correctly. The Kellyanne. Kellyanne. Kelly. Kellyanne, I believe is how it's Caliente. Caliente. <laughs> Ooh, getting a, a little spicy. Caliente. It's a spicy news report. And she uh, did the whole Bowling Green massacre, uh, the made-up uh, massacre in Kentucky about refugees. But the most beautiful thing was that, in, did you see last night, at the Bowling Green Subway stop in New York, people held a vigil for the people lost in the bowling green. Wow. As a goof of like, you know, we miss you, yeah. we love you. Now that is hilarious. And now I, that, my friends, is a goof. I don't have a thing for Oh. Every time you look at the phone, I just assume. Yeah, uh, because sometimes it turns off and I have to turn it uh, off. And I'm like, and that, hey, my friends, Tim, is a goof. Tim Cook, give us a goof mode. You got sleep mode, uh-huh. you got low battery mode. Oh, look! It just happened right now. New York Times. What do you do now? Trump administration moved to appeal a ruling blocking its immigration The order Seattle Federal. Just as yeah. the nation began opening its doors again. But we have something else first. Before yeah. we get into just the how fucked things are, Schlegel and I actually set out to record election night as it was unfolding, assuming that we would just be like... like and. Uh, full disclosure, we thought we were just doing doing a victory lap, so mm-hmm. perhaps hubris was our... That's a fair, fair point, because we I was hosting Bingo that night. It was a Tuesday, because that's when an election... But was, it, was it a... Yeah, it was a Tuesday. The election went down on a Tuesday. That's when... Okay. But uh, the <laughs> I had to do Bingo, and I am... I'm Votes not, going up. up. 
on a Tuesday. Now, I am weird. Uh, I have a problem and I can't stop doing bingo. So, of course, I'm like, well, I'm not going to stop bingo. I'm going to do bingo on a Tuesday on the election night. I think yep. it'll be great. I bought American flag stuff. I thought this was going to be a beautiful night of like, yay, America's great because we voted for right and not wrong and all this. Right. Oh, all boy. Right. Oh, boy. And again, your personal opinions about Hillary Clinton, I understand there's stuff there. Was it my number one? No. But guess what? She's qualified and also not Satan. So you don't vote for not anyone who's Satan. You vote for the woman who could not be that. I mean, it's not even, I get a lot of this, I get a lot of backlash saying, you know, oh, but she's got, oh, she's got, I'm like, but it's Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, what? I know it's not pretty. All the time with the Clintons and all this. But you don't vote for Donald Trump, people. So anyway, we thought that it was a shoo-in. We thought that uh, the world was just, that light is a forever beacon of hope, and that there wouldn't be Satan behind the presidency of the United States. So we were very, very excited. We thought we were just going to, this is a historic moment. We beat evil. We're going to be fine. Oh, but did that happen, Mr. Holyoke? No, it did not. And I think we should just let the record show. Let's just play mm -hmm. our hopeful and perhaps naive uh, intro to that moment. So here you go. This is us at the beginning of the night, the election starting to shape up, but not quite there. So let's see what you think. We're just gonna start it, see how this goes. Sounds super weird, I don't know how this is gonna work. We are doing our first live from uh, the Holy live. Schlage election headquarters. Live from where we talk about all too often, that's right, our sponsor as always is Breaking Bingo. And tonight, very exciting, live from the place I do bingo, Oshucks, downtown Salt Lake City. You hear that? Uh, you gunshot well, to the head. Yeah, exactly. The chipper tone in Schlegel's voice will be short-lived because uh, as we look at the electoral map that is developing this Tuesday night, it is pretty rough stuff. Holyoke, we decided tonight that we needed to be together on this uh, horrific occasion, this nightmare of a situation, this, what I seemingly earlier wasn't even going to worry about. I thought we were going to, Yeah. I thought this was going to be over. I thought I could safely say 50 million people would think Trump's a good idea. I didn't actually think the majority would think that's a well, good Well, it's not idea. quite a majority, and unfortunately it's the people of Florida once again holding us hostage. You said we're doing it a little different tonight. You're right, Holyoke. Just like America's doing it a little different in that all just reason, common sense, and morals are out the window. And it looks like our sweet fox-covered man, Orange Pumpkin himself... Pussy Grabber, the extraordinaire. Pussy Grabber-in-Chief, soon to be. <laughs> Who do you think is going to head up his secretary put grabbing the puss? Uh, it's going to be, be uh, Ted Dennis Nugent. Rodman? Oh, Ted Nugent's way better. He grabbed his own wang. Uh, I saw that, the video. Him in Michigan. Yeah, we have a dejected crowd of people surrounding the television near us, and uh, uh, news about, is not good. The thing about doing it live, right, right, we're doing a podcast right now. Come in here. Come here, right. His How name's Ryan, too. Are you, are you, uh, I'm assuming you're not going for the deplorable Mr. Trump, right? You're going for Mrs. Clinton? Uh, I am, and it's not looking too good, so I'm going to go have a cigarette. That's how the nation feels, my friend Ryan. God bless you, Ryan. You just there's so many up. Ryans. I know, there's a lot of Ryans. We only agreed. I only do bingo for Ryans. This is the Ryan Safety Center for Degenerate Ryans. Holy Jesus Christ. So what time is it right now? we got to give the, the people... Hey, look uh, at the Empire State Building. They're doing a fun thing there. It's 823. 
And uh, Florida, North Carolina, Ohio. Uh, yeah, you're correct. Did uh, Florida get called for him? No, but it's fucking neck and neck. Look at Virginia. Virginia. She's pulled ahead narrowly. She has to get Virginia, right, to make this. But we're not here to just do play-by-play. If you want to play-by-play, watch CNN, and it's like watching number one. Okay, you know what I've been thinking about a lot? Numbers. Uh, numbers. Try. I was remembering in 2008, I was in this town. When it's seen when Barack Obama won, the fact that a progressive black male became president, I cried. And I thought, wow, we're moving towards the future, I hoped, and it was coming true. But here we are eight years later, and it's the exact opposite. One point eight points. This, uh, where we're doing it at O'Shuck's Bar, where I do bingo every Tuesday, is a perfect hodgepodge of America itself. You got a bunch of weirdo freak scuds, Trump people. <laughs> you got a lot of degenerate, a lot of alcoholics, a lot of people in the restaurant part not paying attention. Well, uh, this is true. We, I, we, full disclosure, thought we were going to have a very exciting podcast of like yeah. hope for the future. And when we walked into this bar and I saw your eyes and we made eye contact, I was, we were both just, this is a bummer. It's a bummer, but it's, uh, it's hard not to get caught up in this 24-hour news cycle. It's true. They're throwing out numbers. We need we need these uh, numbers confirmed before we bite the top off these cyanide capsules. Could all the pre-polling be that wrong? It doesn't have to be that wrong. They they all they knew that it was going to be these were going to be close races. Jesus. Like Florida, North Carolina, Ohio, uh, they were all going to be fucking close. So it's just coming down to that. So let's uh, let's just check back in in a few minutes to see if we're still as suicidal as we see are. See where currently. our emotions go. This is the roller coaster of the 2016 election. Holy schlockcast. The holer schloster. Holy schloster. Holer schloster. We just, we just uh, did a mic. We, we did a mic cheers. I wish the mic cheers made like a horrible <laughs> feedback noise. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the sound of the mic cheers. That's all we can all. Let's listen to Wolf Blitzer and shoot our heads out. It was pretty funny. Mike Wolf Blitzer just keeps saying like whatever's on the screen. He just says so even if it's like one percent in, but Trump's winning. Oh, and Trump Trump's is winning taking it all. And then John King's like, well, it's just one percent in, and they're just like mad at each other. We're getting Wolf Blitzkrieg by his insanity, <laughs> here, man. Jesus Christ. So uh, let's just take a break. Uh, take some more alcohol and we'll see, see where, where we are we're in a few minutes. God right. bless question mark America. Fuck there America. is no God <laughs> or America or the word bless. It's over in about a half hour. We'll check back in podcast. Yeah, holy slay. Hey, goofs of goofs of foot here. Bye. Bye. Okay, so what you just heard was Holyoke and I talking. Uh, at O'Shucks, where I do bingo it must together. Have been about probably eight, eight thirty. Yeah, it would have been eight, eight thirty because I start bingo usually around nine, nine thirty. So we got there a little early, set up, got the mics out, talked. People weirdly people wanted to talk. To. I know, they I don't were, know why. They were very concerned about what beads they were getting. Yeah, there was a lot of hornitas shit I had to give away, but they were very concerned with that and wanted to interrupt us recording. But that's that. So I have to go now and go do bingo. Mm-hmm. So I go and, and go away from the mic. You're by yourself. And I'm just drinking heavily. I know. <laughs> what else is new? And, I, you know, we only get so much because at some point you leave before mm-hmm. bingo's over. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking out of here. The night got even weirder after this, but I will say... Yeah, take a listen to this. This is me doing bingo in the background while Holyoke is just trying. Like, I'm kind of like an embedded reporter in yes. a war zone. Yes, we decided to do reporting at O'Shuck. So take a listen to this. Take a look. We are done for as a country, and uh, that's the end of it. <sighs> My D.
dear, sweet baby Jesus. Fuck. Well, the wind is only 24 knots out of the southeast, but Donald Trump's hair is still perfectly intact as he takes the inaugural oath of the presidency of the United States. And listen, to all you minorities out there, this is the first thing he says. You're fired. That's right. That's what Donald Trump will say to you minorities. You're fired. Listen, listen. This is why Trump's in charge. There's too many people talking, okay? All the minorities and all the women stop talking. This is Trump's America, okay? There's a white male talking, okay? I'm in charge. I'm in charge. <laughs> Let's get Demo over People, thank you for coming out. This is Breaking Bingo, a safe spot for all backgrounds, creeds, genders, even if you're moving from one to another, just like my good friend Ryan Holyoke. One day, he will go from being less of a man to a full man. Until then, we will help so. Ladies and gentlemen, needless to say, things are not going well here at the Holy Schlage Election Center. Uh, Schlegel's going on hour four of his bingo rant, and the crowd is not responding well. Uh, only, only time will tell how this will really truly play out. Uh, let's see if we can get some some uh, input from the crowd about their feelings. Sir, would you mind uh, saying how you feel currently right now? Uh, I'm ambivalent. Ambivalent. That means torn. You're torn between two what things? I was going to be surprised either way. All right. Fair enough. What What would your preferred outcome have been in a perfect world? It, it's not a perfect world, man. Of course not. But in a perfect world, what would your outcome have been? More than those two people as candidates. Totally. I hear you. I won't press you any further. It's a private choice in this world. Uh, but I appreciate your candor in this moment. And uh, may God have mercy on all of our souls. How you feeling, sir? Awesome. Awesome. All right. Some optimism in this world. Now looking at who's going to win the election, I feel like... You seem to enjoy Cornitos, just like all of I'm us not do. feeling good about it. Oh, you, you, you forgot for a second, and then you, felt, and then you realized what was happening. Fair enough. All right, well, I'll stop bothering you two, and uh, I know this doesn't look like a mic, but it is. Oh, my God, Ryan Schlegel's plumbing the depths of insanity. We're all waiting for more beer at the bar, just trying to get... Through the night to see what we can do. Let's check it back in with Schlegel. See, everyone's on marriage tonight. I feel like James Brown in 1968. It's, when he had it's really on edge. Of population of Boston oh, really? They I mean, other people are on edge, but he's, he's on edge. James Brown got over the riot because of what he said. Do you feel like I should intervene? No, and this is going to be amazing. One of his most emotional, heartfelt bingo performances. I'm excited. Yeah, like mean, top five bingo performances? I, I we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's too early to call. How are you feeling about tonight? Real shitty. Yeah, it sucks, right? It's the most depressing election ever. 
Yeah. How do you feel? Terrible. Terrible. I just want to get drunk. <laughs> I know, but uh, as Kanye West said, I drink until the pain's over. But what's worth, the pain or the hangover? I think I might have lisped my way through a misstep there. But I think you get my meaning. So we'll be drunk for the next two years. Four years, bud. <laughs> I just doubled the pain in your life. Yeah, it's I'm crossing my fingers for the midterms. I'm crossing my fingers for it. I'm looking forward. Nice. Well, we'll need an impeachment to get him out of office in two years. But I think we can do it. High crimes, misdemeanors, he's chock full of them. All right, I'm sorry. Trump has taken Florida and North Carolina. Uh, we really have to accept the new reality of a Trump presidency. My God. Let's check in with uh, 538. See what the model says. It's going down on Tuesday. The only thing that's going down is our democracy. Seventy-eight percent chance. Trump. Being a fascist dictator, ladies and gentlemen, I just got word our local Gestapo leader is here at the table right here. He'll be rounding up your family members and taking them out later in the evening. Before things have definitely taken a turn for the worse. Before. I don't know whether or not I should intervene. Yep, that's right, folks. Coming in hot from the Holy Schlegel election headquarters at Oshucks. Schlegel is locked in uh, verbal battle. Doing bingo. But I would just like to check in and let you know that my father just liked my Facebook post, which says, The USA is a bullshit country and deserves whatever happens. Fuck everything. And if that's not the last nail in the coffin of our life, then I don't know what is. I'm sorry, Schlegel is accosting somebody, which is the new normal. We live in Trump's America. You can now, as a man, uh, do whatever you want. To be fair, Schlegel's not physically accosting her. He's just mocking her in front of everybody, and everyone loves it. So clearly we deserve the world we live in, uh, in which we live. N40, everybody. N40's out there. That is the latest update. 9.49 p.m. Uh, Mountain Western Time. Life is over. Oh, Melissa, I'm sorry. Let's listen to the rules. When I say clear your cards, that's when you clear your cards. Wait, did I say clear your cards in oh, Fuck you. You said pretty much everything else. Mountain time. The shitstorm that is our lives continues unabated. It looks like Donald Trump is going to be our next president. If this podcast isn't particularly funny, it's because life isn't always funny.
Particularly when this shit happens. I'm going to call in sick tomorrow. Uh, I don't want to be alive no more. And uh, yeah, that about sums it up. That was you in the depths of hell. And you, mm-hmm. just, you know, it was a Tuesday. You had bingo to do. You couldn't back out. And you just committed hey, to. Committed. You were committed. To making sure bingo happens. Okay, I'm committed to the life, liberty, and justice of bingo happening. Okay, that's how committed I am. But yeah, I had to do bingo. I, I wanted it to be a joyous night. But the thing that started to happen was, you know, and we chopped that up a lot. There's, uh, If you would have, uh, the actual raw files, there's lots of breaks. And it's just kind of like dumb, I don't know, like dumbfoundedness over yeah. the whole room. And I bought this American flag stuff because I thought we would be all celebrating America. <laughs> celebrating all the f- tenets of what we all believe in. And all of a sudden now it turns and I'm so everyone, you, the whole room felt intense and sad and fucked up. There were a couple of Republican Donald Trump fans there and I was giving them just barrages of shit, but I didn't want to give out that American stuff. I was just so bummed out. It was, ugh. but like you said, uh, those, that couple came back later uh-huh. and cause as you probably heard in the, the clips where I am asking people if I should intervene <laughs> and stop Schlegel from his tirade. Yeah. And those people said, no, this is important. And you said that people came back after yeah. and were like, Did it said we were here on election night and you were like, oh, I'm sorry. That was probably pretty insane. <laughs> and they were, they were very happy. And they said it helped get through the night because, you know, I, I was joking a lot about the, the worst ideas of what can become yeah. of the Trump thing. But at the end of the night, I just gave... A speech that I still feel strongly about is that it can't. You can't go to that hatred spot. You have to stay humble. You have to be nice. You have to reach out when people need help and come from that place. That's the only way to defeat this whole thing is to not come from that hateful and negative spot. But the other thing that was very difficult is I'm saying that as I've given out ten different hornitas tequila <laughs> shots, and that was the big promotion of the night was hornitas, which you was gave perfect. Out ten shots, yeah, were and we gave out a, fucked out of their oh minds. Oh my god! Well, they were fucked out of their minds because they kept getting more and more. But by the end of that night, I I took me several hours to get myself composed to go to work the next day. I didn't want to <laughs> go. I didn't want to go. Yeah, and I, I, I ended up wearing all black. Mm. Which I know is a little dramatic, but I felt it felt appropriate. Well, I think our young goth selves. I just remember how much we hated Bush too. Mm-hmm. Remember how like we were just a bunch of punk kids saying "fuck this." Yeah, I wore all black after he got reelected. Yeah, I, my first election was John Kerry v. George Bush, yeah. and I I remember when he won again. I was like, "This is fucked up. This is bullshit." And I was I was down and out, and I you know hated that guy, and then. You know, of course, there's lots of things. There were a lot of issues during those years, clearly. Um, but like at this point, he looks like a fucking lovable dullard that you would want. That's back. what uh, Aziz Ansari said in his monologue. Uh, he was watching. Once Night Live. Yeah, he was uh, watching some speech of George W. Bush, and he said, "How fucking insane is it that I'm wistfully 
looking back on George I know. W. Bush. I remember how much I hated that guy and how much I felt passionate. And just now I'm like, oh, good Lord. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Because there was a, I don't know, a respect to the democracy. A respect to in the, okay, so here's the craziest thing about what's happened. Because I know that I we're all... I guess we, think, should, we yeah. should just... Our intention was mm-hmm. to do a podcast where we... Sort of go over the insanity that has been, what is it, the first 24, exactly. 23 days of, of Donald Trump's presidency. Absolutely. And to sort of digest it. And then we felt that it might be appropriate to give a little context of how we felt night of. Yeah. And because that's, where we I mean, are now. that's, because I feel like that was the last time it felt okay. Or felt hopeful. Like, we were all so upset that it was happening and the shit would come out and all the stuff you would say. I mean, you know, what was it, six, eight months ago is when, I don't know the exact time, but that one rally where he fucking literally... I you were going to say when the election day was. But ah. Actually, scientists have pinpointed exactly <laughs> when the election occurred. <laughs> In the blue moon of Tarzan, I don't know the uh, celestial time or what Zodiac's map it was, but this election took place. No, but the... Uh, that one rally where Trump literally made fun of someone with disability. And, and, the, and he denies it. He denies it. And I remember people, I remember after the election, I saw this tweet, I forget who it was, but they just said, how was this not the end? Yep. How was that not the moment where it's like, you're out, you're fucking out. But he, you know. Like Kenny Powers. Well, and I think we all, I feel like we're all in a moment of just trying to process this and deal with it. And one of the things that really, I've been f- really focusing on is, how is it that you have all these people online who, of course, love Trump? There, there's a reason he became elected. There's a significant amount of the population. In shitty states. But w- that study, did you see the people, they did a survey of people who voted for Donald Trump. And survey said. Who did they, where did they get their news from and only get their news from? Breitbart. Well, Fox News. And think about what Fox News has been doing for the last 10 plus years. Whipping people up don't trust anyone but us yep we're right and be afraid be very afraid my mom down in wayne county in the middle of nowhere utah i mean let's face it your mom is insane she's a crazy bee no mama you know i love you mama schlega you're a saint i love you mama love you pauline but down where she is in Wayne County, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. One of the best, one of the most beautiful places. <laughs> um, we got to sell it off, though. There's a lot of resources. But she has a neighbor who she used to work with, and he's this older guy, and he only watches Fox News, and he's in the middle of nowhere. No one's coming for him. No one. And he's afraid because of fucking Fox News. He's in the middle of paradise, in my opinion. Can do whatever he wants. No one's bothering him. People will take And he's freaked out of his mind because of I mean, Fox that's News. why he's scared is because he probably knows if he's in paradise that's where the terrorists are going to show up for their 72 virgins oh that's where it is it's right there God, could you imagine anyway so so we the sec okay so we get the election happens we're all fearing it we're all like loving the obama days and we all have this kind of weird i felt like i felt very specifically in january like do things before it's all over. Mm. Like, I felt like a very sense of, like, this... Foreboding. Yeah, this meal. I mean, like, what did I end up doing? Not the most of it. But I went on... You know what? This time, I am going to get guac on that Chipotle. And I ended up puking, (laughs) passing out, nailing myself in the face. I don't know if we've discussed your uh, sensitivity to guac. It is one of the most sad things to see, because I hate bringing it up, because I look at people's faces. Because what is... Everyone loves guac. 
Guac not, is. I don't. I, I you're can not take av- it or leave it. Avocado in general. Yeah. A lot of people in America, in the world, uh, rightfully so, love avocado because it's delicious and good for you. Your old pal Schlagus, he eats an avocado. He's on the turlet, blasting out uh, grenades, uh, guac out all night long. You poop out. Maybe it's because you're eating the pits. Oh, that's what it is. Are you eating the pits? <laughs> Listen, I just like to slice off chunks of the pit and just chew on them for two hours. All I've been eating is the pits of avocado. But I don't know. We, the, 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 once the, the crazy thing is, is in the last couple of weeks here, since Mr. Trump has become president, is that the idea that we, the second he became president, I mean, that whole, it was like as much of a nightmare as we thought it would be. His his inauguration, nobody shows up to it besides a bunch of freaks and losers. And there's the clear photographic evidence of significant dropout since when Obama and he still and he wants to make a point about and that was day one yes that was clearly first press conference Sean Spicer press secretary he's coming out he's got to have something important to say what is it clearly Trump had said I'm upset about these media reports of the crowd sizes you got to talk about and this is actually really good uh, thing because it's a consistent theme yes of so day one Mm -hmm. as you said it was very clear from day one oh so this is the shit he's worried about um the crowd sizes yes day one like he clearly has no sense of of the historicity is that a word historicity I don't know but I wish it was Hey, Historic. This, this is my the first day of my presidency. What what should I come out with? Mm. I'm going to be mad that I don't feel like my fucking attendance numbers are being accurately represented. Fear not what your country can do for you. Fear what you know. Like oh, that's an amazing mashup of all <laughs> of FDR and Kennedy. <laughs> I not. know American history. <laughs> I say four squares in pe- pepperoni pizza and uh, a day that'll live in infamy. Ah. Fear your. I was gonna have such a uh, libtard, as they would say, moment mm. of just mashing up. I'm so glad I flubbed that out. But no, what I'm saying the the inaugurus the inauguration speech the inaugurus, is, as they call it. When inaugurus the beast that that lies underneath Washington <laughs> D.C. When you feed it, you got you know. <laughs> Trump. Hey, people! That wasn't even my soundboard. That was all Ryan Holyoke. Amazing, my friend. Uh, true audiophile you are. But the inauguration speech, yeah, nailed it. Uh, <laughs> you did it. I did it. Of course, he does the American carnage stuff right off the bat. Uh, so nuts. This country is in ruins. Just so insane to say, to, to characterize the state of the country as completely fucked. And not to say that there are places we need to work oh, on. Oh, yeah. You know, the, clearly. But this... I'm sitting there. Like, I can get any flavor of Doritos within 50 feet of where I'm at for a reasonable price. Yeah. I'm sitting there getting my $2 a gallon gas, eating so much 
a Grand Mac. Yeah. Grant, granted, a Grand Mac didn't exist back then. Eating a unpasteurized hot dogs, puking all you want. I was free to eat an uncured hot dog and bash my teeth off a toilet bowl. <laughs> and he's just... He's just characterizing the, car- well, the nation as... To be fair, in that circumstance, he's right. The carnage of where you were at at that Maybe moment. that's what he was talking about. <laughs> that's why we did this we have, we have full good, circle. We have good American boys eating uncured hot have dogs. We've got boys e- eating hot dogs, and they're passing out. People. They're a mess. The foreigners are putting things in the hot dogs. <laughs> we don't know how to cook it. We're dead on the floor. We're bashing our teeth up the toilet. One of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Nasty, nasty boy, Ryan Holyoke, puking up his hot dogs. As Janet Jackson once said, nasty, nasty boys. As Baba, <laughs> as Paula Abdul once said, opposites attract. This man doesn't know how to cook. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know. I think she had a song like that. It was a song called Opposites Attract, but I can't remember. I couldn't figure a way to... Make. I think she had a song that was similar to Nasty Boys, though. Mm. Oh, you Paula fans. Right oh, cold-hearted into- snake. He's a cold-hearted snake. Look into his eyes. He takes drugs to amplify his hair growth. His oh, name is no. Donald Trump. Now, that was something. Now, I think we want to just basically for the rest of the time, we've had two weeks. It's a nightmare. We're all trying to deal with it, process it. Two fucking two weeks. weeks. And it's been more insane than I... like. Yeah. We were all worried, but it has been as insane as we It is. I mean, I guess if you had asked me before the election, what's the worst it could be? I'd probably say, like, you know, uh, warfare in the streets, open warfare. Or, or, you know, even, yeah, yeah. But, that, but that's a little bit extreme. Absolutely. So if you had said, realistically, what's the worst that could happen? I don't think that I could have predicted... Where we are right now. The ban was the one, right? I mean, there was plenty of stuff that yeah, was horrible. As you said, first was the most important thing he felt like he had to get out in front of was the yeah. quote-unquote misrepresentation in of the crowd In that photo sizes. he made that he got framed within 72 hours and placed in the White House was of his inauguration looking. But it's a um, it's kind of a bubble or what's it called? Fisheye lens. Mm. So it warps uh. the way like the, it bends the the panorama looks makes it look like yeah. there's a shit ton of people but it's <laughs> he actually has a jeweler's eye affixed to his face <laughs> look i saw the crowd million and a half at least there's this uh yeah they bring him they're like mr trump mr trump we have photos of uh your inauguration come check it out and it's like a model they set up with a million people and they make him look through an eyeglass <laughs> this is terrific one of the best photos <clears throat> but i okay so after that yeah. it was then everyone, like, you know, just unceremoniously said, Sean Spicer, what the fuck? So then he came yeah. out on Monday, and people felt like his performance was a little better then, but he didn't have much to But then he continues to spread out fucking lies the rest of the week. Yeah, because he, yeah. He's got the, uh, one of the best at Vic Berger. By the way. One of the best. One of the best. There's several things I think I would recommend to people out there to, to follow right now. One, uh, I follow uh, Twitter a lot, uh, even though it's You follow the Twitter? I follow the Twitter. I just, uh, <laughs> I, I just look at my app all day. Uh, not, not open, just looking at the app icon. Uh, <laughs> When's it going to change? This is, uh, I'm so up to date. Every three weeks when they update the icon, you're like, you, oh. Uh, have you checked out Vic Berger? Yeah. I love Vic. Follow Vic. He's yes, he's so great uh, right now. Uh, then, of course, the classic media. You know, years of journalistic integrity. 
The New York Times. No, mm-hmm. legitimate shit. Washington Post. The Guardian. I'm a big fan of The Guardian out of the UK. Uh, and then just... Uh, I subscribe to the New, New Yorker's Times. doing amazing shit right now. Politico's doing good it stuff It makes me right mad, now. though. The New Yorker has got that Andy Borowitz. Yeah. And he does satire, which is fine. But mm. people repost it on Facebook not getting it. Well, here's the thing is that the... What we have to do right now is be very emphatic about multiple sources, correct sources, yep. proper people who uh, go by journalist integrity. The podcast on the media, are you a fan of that? Check yeah. it out. Uh, wonderful, wonderful stuff. And th- I mean, because you're going to get a lot of shit, and some of it's going to be bullshit, but then sadly, a lot of it's real. And the first week was Donald obsessed with the goddamn inauguration size. And then by the end of that week, where we're all sitting there, what has he done? Well, he's banned re- fucking refugees. Okay, so first it was being mad about crowd size. Mm-hmm. Second, it was building the wall. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh, the fight with he ta- he talks to the fucking president of Mexico. Rough stuff. Peña Nieto. Is that how it is? Yes. Also, the un the undocumented uh, he switched off the recording for when he talked to Putin. By the way. And then it was the. Refugee thing. Yeah. That one thing. But what he did, and this is, okay, it's something else. I was going over recommendations, what to check out. I told you about this. I still want you to watch this. The BBC documentary, Hypernormalism, by, God damn it, I'm forgetting his fucking name right now, but Hypernormalism is the name of the documentary. Uh, Adam Curtis, I believe is his name, Adam Curtis. He has done multiple documentaries. Please check them all out. Uh, he's really, really, really good. But he made a documentary called Hypernormalism, where in, in it, he describes... Hypernormalization? I thought it was hypernormalism, but maybe it is normalization. I thought it was normalism. But in it, he describes the tactics used by Putin's guy, political advisor, where you just throw as much insanity at shit, and yeah. people don't know what's going on. So Donald throws all this shit, does the refugee thing, and what does he do in the meantime that same weekend? Takes his boy Bannon... It puts him on the Security Council, which has long been just, you put generals on it. That's what the fucking, that's what the military does. Yeah, he put Bannon. A political figure on a very military. And said to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Mm. I think that's right, actually. And the. Uh, I'm normally known as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs Chiefs of Stiff. Mm. Hard on. It's called the Gish Gallop. The what is this? It's what Trump does. Ah, his political strategy. The Gish Gallop. We got a Gish Gallop on. I think I better have a sound effect for that. This is a Gish Gallop. Watch out for my Gish Gallop. I'm just a little gish gallop. Oh, I'm all gish. I'm gonna gallop. It's the gish gallop. So Go the, ahead and describe it. The gish gallop, also known as proof by verbosity, and the Trump tirade is the fallacious debate tactic of drowning your opponent in a flood of individually weak arguments in order to prevent rebuttal of the whole argument 
collection without great effort. The Gish Gallop is a belt-fed version of the on-the-spot fallacy, as it's unreasonable for anyone to have a well-composed answer immediately available to every argument present in the Gallop. The Gish Gallop is named after creationist Dwayne Gish, who often Dwayne. abused it. So you just... Blanket. Spout out what is it a called? bunch of insanity. Uh, what's that war term where he's just total... Anyway, go ahead. What are you gonna say? I was just gonna say, what's that thing? Uh, total war. I just like you blanket your fucking enemy with mm. bombs, but in this case, carpet bombing, carpet bombing, something like that. But go ahead. What were you saying? You're on a run there. I feel like I pretty much said it. No, but like, so Trump goes out there, says 15 different things that are insane, and so you're like, but, but, but you want to rebuttal each one, but he said everything insane. So it'd spend an hour having to retort everything that he's, you know, basically like he says enough crazy to keep you guessing. And so I read enough online for it's like people say, uh, everyone's obsessed about like when it came out that he had paid for prostitutes to pee on each other. Yes. Everyone was like, okay, so everyone is going to be talking about that. But the real issue is, is that uh, something meaningful. I can't remember. There's been so many fucked up things that I can't remember exactly what the counterpoint at that. Wait, which one? Say it again. Say it again. Sorry, I was uh, just I was about to pass out because everything's horrible. I'm talking about things just like every time he does something seemingly just insane. Yeah. There's also some. Oh yeah. So the weekend he does the refugee thing. Yes. Everyone's flipping out about that. On Friday, that's when he issues it. On Saturday, that's when he appoints. Bannon. Bannon to the National Security Council and boots out the ch- uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs uh, of Staff uh, and the uh, National Intelligence Director. Yeah. So Trump supporters themselves say he's playing 4D chess and it's become sort of this meme of like oh, it's like 5D checkers oh. or 60 <laughs> bar cheesy. But it's like, hey, he's just doing all this shit to smokescreen you from the real thing. And it's it's become legitimately difficult to to understand. Is he just a bumbling idiot uh, tripping from one uh, kerfuffle to another, or is it carefully calculated? I have this agenda to completely undermine democracy, and I'm going to do it by doing some ostensibly stupid shit that everyone's going to freak out about, and then during the uproar, yeah, do some other do some more really diabolical shit. shit. Well, so far we've only had two weeks, and this is—we've already felt to stop our normal fun podcast of talking about fun things like Camel oh, Corpse yeah. and stuff. And we've already like we're two weeks in, we already can't stop. It talking is about difficult. It. It's to focus on anything else right now feels rude. Uh, that you're not uh, doing your due diligence. That you're not personally. Here's the thing I want to tell everyone, and I, I feel this is very very true. Um, how the fuck? Did the Democratic Party, which is supposed to be helping the people who need help, not get the votes of people who need help from the government and all this stuff? Like, the Republicans have done such a good job. The party of deregulation, the party of making everyone, I hate to say, probably suffer a little bit more. How did they get the upper hand on the working class? Because they they make them think they can get a million dollars one day? It's the classic thing, is that that's the reason why, now we're really down the rabbit hole of... But I feel like it needs to be addressed and start from there and work out. 
The Republicans realized that you can get people to vote against their own self-interest just so long as you polarize certain issues. So abortion yep. and immigration yep. are their two hot-button issues. They're like, hey, we can really rile up those, as you said, those people in buttfuck nowhere mm-hmm. who have That's no right. legitimate threat from any outside sources. Yes. You can rile those motherfuckers up by filling them with fear. The country wants to kill your babies. And murder you from Islamic terrorists. Let me tell you right now. You know who? You know where a terrorist attack will never take place? Where? The state of Oklahoma. <laughs> Besides the bombing internally. <laughs> Foreign. Besides, like the second largest. But what I'm trying. But, but what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay, sorry. Is not. We're in Trump's America. It doesn't no, matter what you external say. External forces are oh. not coming for you. Okay. Al Qaeda doesn't give a fuck about Oklahoma. Correct. Now, you're right. What I wanted to talk about is what did happen in Oklahoma. A fucking American right wing blew up Oklahoma City. You're right. And all I'm saying is like this focus away from this focus on the bads out there. I got to protect you from it. And what did he do just yesterday? He fucking lifted the ban on people with history of mental illness now being able to get a gun. And also wants to undermine the protections put in place after the gigantic Great Recession. Yes. His whole thing is fucking jobs. And yet he's like, what, what's the one thing that caused the most loss of jobs? The fucking Great Recession. Yeah. What should I do? Roll back the protections put in place. After Listen, that. I this whole okay. The free market is insane. Everyone right now who wants to tell me the free market is real and is a thing you should abide by, go fuck yourself. What has yep. happened historically when you deregulate shit? People are in their own self interest and they abuse it, mm-hmm. and then we lead to things called depressions and recessions. And monopolies and these kind of things. But they get bailed out, so... So there's an... Why would they have any incentive not to continue those practices? What I wanted to go before I said this whole rant was that I think that what we can do now... I love people protesting. Yeah. I read this article that was like, one thing you do is make people fatigued by protesting so Uh, much. Because we're going to get fatigued. Don't stop protesting. Protesting, you should always do that. And what people tell you, what's it doing? Fuck that. Protest. Number two... Get fucking active, man. I've got, I gotta go, I gotta, we gotta make sure if it's not the Democratic Party, whatever, what needs to be with the people, we need to get the state of Utah. It's Republican up and through. We know that. But there's space. Why are we not more represented? There's most of the population, the, I would say half the actual population of Utah, not half, but you know what I mean? A sizable amount of Utah, population wise, disagrees. With what's going on on the state as a whole. So, I don't know. Anything else you want to add? I'm just getting mad because... What? Because just thinking about all those motherfuckers in Utah who are mm-hmm. conservative, who violated their own principles to vote for Trump, and it just makes me so angry. I remember being so happy... Not because of what was said, but the day the grabber by the pussy video came out. Because I was like, fine. Okay, now we're done. Now we don't have to worry about Trump. He just lost all women. He's yep. lost all women. 
But what I think uh, it, what happened too is that people vote party line, and there was a lot of fucking. I mean, first of all, the general election of the eligible people that could vote. We've talked about this before. Fifty three percent of eligible people voted. So we had that other side, because I can do math really quickly, 47% of eligible voters just said, I'll sit this one out. Voting who are over the age of 65, because you're not going to live in the world Mm. that I'm going to live in. So get the fuck out. (laughs) And like, I mean, honestly... It's because he became the Republican nat- national again. How did it ever get that far? You fuckheads! You fucking set this again. Democratic Party has a lot to blame on itself for this. Oh yeah, definitely. I, it has a lot to. The, they completely undermined Bernie Sanders. Yep, and were obsessed with Hillary Clinton. Yes, and. Her baggage was fucked up. Yeah. And it was hard before to say, I don't know, like, it just seems so ridiculous now to be like, oh, but Hillary Clinton has got so much baggage and she did all this shit. Yeah. Donald Trump has also done a bunch of shit, but not under the official Watch. Mm-hmm. Well, so now it's very easy to say, oh, so you're really worried about what Hillary Clinton did when she was already being scrutinized. Yeah. Well, I, I, as a person who's worked in government for most of his adult life, here, here's what I want to say. Donald Trump is the first president to never have done anything in government. Yeah, no government and no military. No military. Now, here's what I want to say is that also, this whole idea of bashing government employment, you know, there is a fucking skill to it. And, like, bureaucrats are, it's not easy, but for God's sakes, there's a reason for it. And experience in that world does make sense. <clears throat> I don't know. He's all like, oh, I, hey, veterans, I'm going to take care of you. I and then know. the first thing he does is put a fucking federal f- hiring freeze. Guess who that affects? The VA. Well, here's what I want to say in a final thought. I know. We have gotten pretty depressed. We got pretty depressed here. But here's what I want to say to all the people out there really quickly. Uh, One, don't get get too down. You know where to go. You know how to talk. You know how to go out and, uh, and express your opinion. Do it properly. You know that we live in a better society when we take care of each other. So please do. Look out for people. Just try to do a nice thing. You're not going to save the whole world, but do your little thing every day to try to make it a little bit better. The Holy Schlogcast will be ruining actively against that because we're just a total mess of people. But what we will do is get back to the goofs next week. We want this to be a nice place where you can laugh a little bit and not be afraid to talk about these issues. But let's get back to the goofs next week. And the world will be a better place than the world. Be a better place with for you, for you, not Trump, but me. This is the Holy Shotcast. We'll be doing more fun stuff next week. We're gonna expand this 2017. We're just gonna do what we want to do and make it even more fun. Thank you for sticking with us. My name is Ryan Schlegel. 
Justice for 